And I said, I am so fed up with living in unsafe places. So that I took the day off from work and I journaled. Hey, you're listening to Avant Radio and I'm Alicia, your host and empowerment photographer for ladies. Beauty isn't just what is on the outside. It's the wholeness of our heart because from the overflow of our heart, we speak, act, and live. So I'm here helping ladies to fully embrace their strength, confidence, and wholeness to be fully beautiful inside and out. Join me as I share the tips that I've gained from my 20-year-old marriage, lessons I've learned rearing three kids, and insights uncovered from various healings God has brought me through in the past 30 years of following him right? This middle-aged woman got some tips. All right. But don't worry. What I'm sharing will be applicable no matter your faith. Ready, queens? Grab your crowns and let's start polishing. All right. Hey, guys. I'm so excited today. I'm going to have Janie Stratton here. And Janie is a, uh, a mom of a cool friend of mine. And that is how we got connected because Essentially, what happened was my friend, Amanda, she said, hey, I'm going to be doing, uh, I'm going to be hosting my mom and she wants to do this like journaling workshop. And I'm like, what? Journaling workshops? Like if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I've talked about just the power of journaling and how much it has helped me. So when I heard that Janie has experience on this and that she actually teaches a workshop about it, I was like, girlfriend, I need to learn what you know so I can take my journaling to the next level. So Janie, thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really happy. Thank you. I'm excited about this. Me too. Uh, So in order for us to have some context into this whole conversation, can you give us a little understanding, a little short bio of, of who you are and how did, how did you come into journaling? Um, actually I was in a ministerial program and the training is all about becoming self-aware and who you are, what your weaknesses are, what your strengths are and ways to build both. And, um, so, and I have, spent my life since my divorce, my first divorce, um, trying to find out how to make better choices that, um, don't destroy my life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's how this whole journey started. And, And I've done it throughout my life, trying to find ways to understand who I am. Yeah. So how old were you when you had that first divorce and how old are you now? So just wondering how long has this journey been? Um, I was 20, 25 and I'm 61 right now. And so I've, I've experienced a lot, um, you know, things now are so much better for women (laughs) and for single moms. I had a hard time with being a single mom. Society just really um, made sure I knew that um, that um, I just was not appropriate for society, being a single mom. So I couldn't get a job. I couldn't get a place to live. 
And so there's a lot of discrimination being a single mom. And that's what ended me. I started to, um, well, I decided to get married a second time because I couldn't, I was terrified of being a single mom and I had no support emotionally or physically or whatever. So I made that decision and it was a big mistake. Mm. It almost cost me my life. Oh my gosh. And um so I said I can't I can't be making mistakes like this anymore. I can't do it. I need I have I'm I have a child. I yeah. have to be responsible for. So the decisions I make are affecting her as well. Yeah. And so I got out of that marriage. I gave up everything, my money, everything. Um, my condo, my stocks, everything, and a house. And so I started out with nothing again. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, um, and so I went out to Pennsylvania to move in with my mom until the divorce was, um, finalized. Um, my lawyer at the time felt that it was the safest thing for me to do for me and my daughter. And were you journaling throughout this whole experience? Um, no. At well, I started to. Yeah. After I moved out of Indiana and moved into Pennsylvania with my mom, I started writing things. But all I did was just write about my feelings. Yeah. And so learning this technique, this journaling technique, um, it really just focuses on facts. Wow. Because when I was writing before, I mean, I spent 35 years journaling because that's how I could express myself because I had no one to express what was going on inside of me. So I had to write. I mean, I went to counselors, but, you know, I just didn't feel that was really what I needed. I I needed to focus on what was happening in my life in the now moment. Yeah. Sometimes you have to wait a month to get an appointment for a counselor. Right. Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Especially the good ones. They're always busy. Um, so, so you discover, so you're, you gone through this now second divorce, you're starting to write and, and this journaling and what you're doing is that you're writing, you're writing your feelings down as a coping mechanism, uh, between periods that you're able to talk to your therapist. Right. Um, right. At, at what point do you realize, cause you were talking about the ministerial, um, school that you went to, right. Or program and you, and you learned, it, it seems like, they kind of, it's like, you knew you had these tools, but they maybe showed you how to use the tools more efficiently or more product, like productively. Right. So what happened? Yeah. So what happened once you had the tools, cause we won't talk about the tools right now, but once, once you had the tools, how did the, the journaling benefit you? Like what changed? Well, it was really interesting because I realized that I had been, you know, I've always had a full-time job, you know, after my second divorce, well, during my first, I had a full-time job, but 
I realized that all the different work that I did in my life, um, always I was doing something specifically. And outside of my normal job, I was doing other things to um, become aware of who I am. I was always searching for who I am. And so I was doing all this other work outside of my full-time job. And um, and I realized through journaling what I've been doing all my life was my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so once I realized that six years ago, I'm like, I'm going to focus just on that now. This is who I am. Yeah. And that was very, I mean, that was so healing for me. And um, really, I just felt so empowered and um, just felt like I stepped into who I was meant to be. Yeah. That's really neat. That's, and whenever we get to walk within that purpose and that passionate, it radiates it within yourself, but then also in all the people that we meet. Right. Um, so, so you're journaling and you feel, you figure out the productivity of these tools and how you, how you do it. Um, do certain things within you, cause you just talked about like your passion or that your purpose kind of unlocked, right. You, you got that, but like in scenarios. So for instance, whenever I journal, I often journal, um, because let's say there's there's a situation and it's really eating me up and it's 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 bothering me right and i journal one to get the feelings out but two to try to get a broader perspective and a completely different understanding um so that's probably that transition that you were talking about how when you started journaling yet you focused on your feelings but now you journal and you focus more on facts can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, you know, it's it's I call it journaling journaling in a constructive way because we're going to actually get something out of it. Yeah. That's you know, for me it was life-changing. And so um so then uh, you know, we're we're highlighting just the facts of a given situation. I mean, yeah. there's different approaches, different um, areas of our life that we can work on specifically and um, and use the same tools, but use it in, a, you know, I, I start out in a very general way and then we can, you know, for other groups, if we're focusing on something like cancer, you know, we can focus just on that specific area of your life or maybe losing a job a child or something some kind of crisis that has occurred you know happened to you and so we can focus on that and really just focus on the facts and then you know just do an observation and you'll you know see I mean when I first did it there was a span of my life I didn't really recognize all this stuff was going on. And then as I saw it, then I started writing about what was going on at that time. 
who was involved and, you know, um, and just doing a very short one page, you know, um, story about what had happened during that time, who was all involved and what was going on. Um, so I, you know, I do now, now I just do like specific areas of my life, um, career, you know, family, um, and, you know, break it down into even smaller parts if I need to. But, um, so yes, it can be tailored to anyone or any, any group of people, um, so, and I know that women really have a lot of challenges, a lot of challenges. And the outside world, society, you know, really gives us quite a few challenges to work on. Yeah. Opportunities to journal for sure. Oh, lots of opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... So I like what you were saying that we can definitely focus on individual or specific things to us, right? And and it doesn't have to be like this huge, huge thing, but it, it could be like, you know, it could be, a, a, you know, as big or as specific of a journey as, you know, dealing with cancer or, um, cause I know I did recently lose a job over like Thanksgiving, like over last year. And, uh, oh my gosh, the amount of pages that I went through was, was crazy. But I love what you said was that you you wrote, it's like you wrote a story. So if we're going to kind of have um, tips, I would say for journaling, right? So uh, if someone has never, like they understood journaling, they've seen what diaries are, but their concept of journaling is what they've seen in movies, right? They don't really have an understanding of journaling. Um how would you, how would you say, like, how do you prepare your heart? How do you prepare your space? You know, like what would they need to be equipped with in order to kind of enter into that sacred time with themselves? Um, really you, you know, there has to be a strong desire to really want to know the truth of any given situation. You really need that that strong desire to want I to love that. learn, learn who you are, learn maybe why something happened, or you know, um, and and not to blame. I'm not getting into blaming, um, but you know, just learning who you are um, and journaling about this event um, that that has taken place in your life. And just being open and and willing, willing to maybe see a different perspective. Um, that's powerful. Yeah, you know, it's healing. It's healing yeah. because we we come from a place that we're coming from this this like grief or this pain, this emotional pain, and so we get stuck in that sometimes. So if we just deal with the facts, then we we start to see things a little differently. Right. So our perspective can change. And it's not, it isn't opinions anymore or emotions anymore. It's really the facts that really give us another perspective. And it's a whole 
um, it's a format that I use to bring us to that place um, of awareness. Yeah. So, so um, we start with, so we start with a, an openness of heart to be willing to see things from a completely different angle. Cause I completely agree with you because there have been times, there've been a lot of times where I go and I start journaling and then the realization of like, oh no, I did, I did something wrong in this situation or, you know, I need to own up to this, this, and this, or, oh, wow, this is a completely different perspective than what I thought. Like maybe the other person is seeing it from this angle or whatever. Right. Um, so I love that. Now in your experience, is it kind of like a one and done journaling? So it's like, let's say I, I, you know, lost my job. Do you think if I sit down and I journal just one time, like I'm over it or, or is it one of those things where that maybe there is a like consistency that I need to do? Well, there's other areas to look at, like, you know, maybe it's uh, what society thinks about you because you're unemployed now. Um, you know, what do you think about you? So you, there's like a, a dialogue that you have with yourself, um, with maybe society. And so there are other parts to it that we explore, that we write or, um, you know, log. Well, we go into other sections. We yeah. may have one story, but there might be so many other parts, elements to that one story that we'll look at, that we'll bring into focus yeah. even more. You know, we go, we dive a lot deeper into that story because there is a lot of information in that story that we think is just the story. There is so yeah. much more to it. That makes a lot of sense. So it's, there's layers, but then also there's facets right? So it's not just such a singularity of an event. Like there's so many different ways to kind of take that and turn it at different angles and see how it, you know, different um, perspectives or emotions arise based upon how you look at it or or what's associated or affiliated with it. Like that's, that's so smart to share. And so that means to me, while you might get a you might get a lot of progress in one sitting. You might end up having to look at the thing over and over and over and over again um, to kind of get all of that. And I have a I have a really good example of this. Um, so whenever I was, so I've been journaling, you and me, we already talked on the phone and we really got excited about journaling and we kind of got nerdy on it. Um, but I remember there was one time where like, I just knew that my relationship with other women was impacted specifically by an event that happened in middle school. And I remember like, I, I couldn't figure out what it was, but through journaling, I kind of honed into a specific thing. So first it was like, why do I feel like this? And, you know, and it's like, it just, it started as a very wide funnel. And then I was, I was journaling over the course. And this was like months and years, it got narrow and narrow and narrow and finally got to the solid, this like one little instance. And I was doing exactly what you were saying. I was writing down the facts and I was trying to be open to like what, what I saw. 
And essentially what happened is that that event left me with a scar that, that I was like, why was I never good enough to be, you know, a good friend in this situation or like good friend at all, or like whatever. And then I remember going like, well, no, Alicia, look, look at the story. Look at the facts. Exactly what you're just saying, Janie. I looked at the facts and I was like, I was loyal. I didn't do anything poorly. I, you know, made sure that I like gifted things and showed them love and supported and encouraged and all this. I'm like, and they treated me like crap. So actually I was a really good friend. And not only was I a really good friend, I was a really strong and brave and courageous little girl. Uh, and I remember when that happened, I broke and I started sobbing and my relationships with women has changed ever since. And that, that's just the power of journaling. Do you have a story like that? Oh gosh, you know, um, well, okay. Um, here's one. I was journaling about, you know, why do I end up in these terrible places where, you know, um, I could be harmed at any moment. And, you know, I said, I just don't feel safe. I'm always ending up in, a, in an area that I moved to or whatever, where I'm not safe. And I work at a job in Chicago, you know, and I'm having to go through neighborhoods where they're trying to get into my car when I stop at a stoplight. And, you know, I'm, oh I'm like, I keep showing up in these places that are unsafe. And I realized through journaling, I didn't feel safe. And um, I didn't feel safe in life. I didn't, I didn't trust my um, decision-making. Yeah. And, um, and once I realized, and, and I, I journaled and then, I realized that it really stemmed from childhood. Mm -hmm. And because um, my father was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of chaotic and violent in our home. Yeah. And I felt unsafe. And I felt unsafe in life. And, you know, and another thing was religion. Religion would attack, you know, my parents if um, we weren't perfect little obedient you know robots sitting in church and then yeah. my parents would be attacked and I didn't feel safe because we were you know I just felt like I could be attacked at any moment yeah so that's why I kept showing up moving to you know working in unsafe places and I didn't understand that until I got so upset because someone had tried to break into my home and I've had break-ins before I've been, you know, people have stolen, broken in. And this one, I was just so like fed up with someone, you know, it was like someone broke the handle off my door, made it real loose to the point where they could easily pull it off and yeah. just come to my home and I noticed it when I was getting ready for work in the morning and I took the day off to fix it. And I said, I am so fed up with living in unsafe places. 
So that I took the day off from work and I journaled. Mm. I journaled about it and all these all these revelations were coming to me, all these remembrances and memories. Oh, wow. um, and I and after I had that experience and and wrote about it and how it was the thread throughout my whole life. And 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 just so I um after that experience, I never showed up in unsafe places again. Wow. And that's that's how powerful it has been. And I mean, I have lots of yeah. stories yeah. like that, you know, it, but journey. It, it's life changing. It is. It really it is. Like and not just like not even moderately. I mean, it, it, the fact that I have so many female friends now, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and and it's like, I never, ever, ever thought, because I mean, I spent a whole, like, I think it was, it was well over a decade without female friends. And whenever I had a female friend, I felt so awkward. Like I was trying to live up to something. Right. So anyway, so like to be completely free of that and, and but I was diligent. You were diligent. We were both open to it. And we were also open to whatever timeline it took in order to get there. You know, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm really excited about Janie. So I'm now talking to the audience is that she has a workshop uh, to do and, and that she can, she'll go with you one-on-one -on -one online and help you like journal this. We've also talked about hosting a workshop at the studio for you guys to come and join us. Cause I think it's one of those things where, um, beauty, beauty is way deeper than skin. Beauty is the wholeness of heart. I think beauty has a spiritual realm to it, no matter how you define that for you. But like beauty is transcendent, right? And and there's a wholeness there. And I and I love what Janie is doing because Janie is caring about the wholeness, right? Um so what uh where can they go? Like if they want to, if they want to learn more about journaling and how like maybe not wait for the workshop that like I'm going to host, because I honestly have no idea when I'm going to host it. Like it's so up in the air right now. So if they, if they want to know, like, this is what I need to do and I need to get some coaching on this now, where do they go? Um, they can go to my website. It's called clapforjoy.com and forward slash journal. Um. I I love, I just love your URL, by the way, clap for joy. Like I just, because it's what you do, you know what I mean? So I just yeah. think it, it's like, it's brilliant. Well, it's, it's celebrating people. Yeah. It's celebrating yeah. that that's, you know, I, I meditated on that and just sat and I said, okay, God, okay. Universe, you know, help me with this because I want it to be, to touch people in a deep way yeah. and I want the name to reflect that and so that's what came up to is clap for joy and I'm like I love it because I love clapping you yes. know for people who are are really working hard to want to become you know and the other thing too the side effect to this journaling is that you feel a deeper sense of love for everyone. Yes. Yeah. And joy. 
Yeah. Cause I think that's the big thing is that having unresolved hurt in your heart is like, and this is what I try to explain to my kids is having like a, a blanket over your heart. You can't radiate that warmth and that love and that acceptance and that hospitality. You can't do that when you have like a shroud of darkness that's on top of it. And that shroud of darkness is unforgiveness, bitterness, anger, hurt, you know, all of those things. And journaling is what helps you dissipate that shroud of darkness and allows the light and that warmth to break through. And it's not, it's not invalidating those feelings. We have to feel those feelings. Absolutely. We have to feel them, you know, but we don't have to uh, dwell in them for years and decades. You know, you know, we want to be able, cause we have a right to feel how we feel. Yeah. And, um, but we also want to know why we're feeling this way. Right. Yeah. We don't want to get stuck there. Right. It's a good place to, to learn. Cause I think, you know, it's one of those things where I think it, it, it teaches something. Um, it always, it always, everything can teach us something in my opinion. So it it has the opportunity to teach us something and then we gotta, then we gotta move on Well, Janie. I really appreciate you spending this time with me. It has been such a joy and like audience. I know you guys, obviously this is not a video, but she is beaming. Like she's just glowing (laughs) with joy. Like you can tell this isn't something that Janie is just talking about. This is something that she lives and that she breathes for. And I'm just, I just know that if you're able to like get with her, that it will touch you and it will change your life. So I definitely will leave that clapforjoy.com forward slash journaling in the uh, show notes. So you guys can just click it later. If you're driving, definitely don't take notes right now. Um, so you can get it, but otherwise, Janie, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. I really appreciate this. And, and Alicia, you're, you're such a true blessing for this world. And I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Queens. Thank you so much for sticking with me to the end. How's your crowns looking? Hopefully this episode has helped you see something to polish or given you an encouragement to keep at it. You are worth it. God made you with wholeness and freedom in mind. You are beautiful. If this helped you, queen, please, please, please share this with others who might benefit from it too. A little bit more about the studio. Avant serves ladies in the Savannah and surrounding areas. And I'd love to help you in my studio with an art or boudoir session. You can see what it's all about in our ladies only Facebook group link is in the show notes. Until next time, queens, shine on.